everybody, and welcome to the DRS Activated Podcast. Danielle here bringing you the first and finest episode of this series. It's a cold and windy morning here at St. Mary's College, and the time is currently 11.20. I'm here with Nicholas Latifi asking him how it feels to be lapped every race. Whoops, sorry, wrong guess. Actually joining us today is an avid Formula One fan and high school student, Ema Agni. We're going to be talking all things Formula One, including the media, race day, and drivers. But first, we're going to discuss the most relevant topic for us, women's experience in Formula One. Lights out and off we go. So, hello, Ema. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. So, to start off strong, what the weirdest thing someone said to you after finding out you're a female F1 fan? I think um, this question is such a um, universal experience for a lot of women or like just young girls in general um, who follow uh, F1. Um, definitely like online, you'll get like a lot of, um, you know, you see under like posts or you just be scrolling on Instagram or something and you'll see like an F1 post and you'll go and they'll be like, oh, who do you think you are? How do you know F1? Um, yeah, like it's not one of the most popular sports in the world. Um, but yeah, um, also get like name this person from this year, like who won the world championship <laughs> in like nineteen eighty five. Like, um, do you even know that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, um, it's very degrading. I don't know why, but yeah, that's probably the yeah. Weirdest. Well, how did you start following F1 then? Like, was there anyone who inspired you or encouraged you to watch it? Yeah, like, my mum, probably, my mum, she has been following F1 for, like, my whole life, like, her whole life. She really, really is passionate about it and really likes it. Um, So I remember, like, waking up, like, really early in the morning before school and, um, like, being too tired and going to my mom's room just flopping on the bed and she'd just be sitting up watching like the race from the night before and filling me in even though I like at the point like where I was doing that I didn't understand what was going on or like what cars yeah really like were um but yeah like then growing up she I just was there when she was watching and I became interested starting asking questions um we had conversations about it I really enjoyed like talking to her about it and um getting to know her point of view on some of the stuff that was happening but oh definitely yeah that's and that just grew like in the last couple of years I was I've just gotten really involved and really liked it so it's something we do on the weekends whenever there's a race we sit down and watch it together (laughs) that's that's really really great I think it's so good that more people are getting involved in Formula One yeah anyway touching on the next topic of conversation is the media's involvement in Formula One can you tell me about one thing the media has spoken about this season that shocked you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel in the last couple of months, like, there's just been so much, like, revealed about the people um, in the sport and behind the scenes. There's a lot, um, <laughs> there was a lot of abuse going on in the sport. Um, there's yeah. also been, um, like, name dropping. <laughs> um, Nelson Piquet, or, uh, he was a very respected driver and he's very important. He did an, an interview in Portugal and he, you know, was uh, saying racial slurs, uh, using them against um, Lewis Hamilton and just, like, degrading him and the way he drives, um, you know, ridiculing uh, his performance this season. 
and I just yeah. don't understand how you know that works especially when you're so um high up and you're I'm pretty sure he's a world champion a world champion yeah, yeah exactly and his daughter is like uh in the sport as well and like his whole family he's a he has a racing family so you know why are yeah doing this and also like another example like Naomi um she is a new presenter on uh, Sky Sports. Um, she uh, is the champion in the uh, women's series, and she is a reigning champion. Yeah. And she moved to Sky Sports to do commentary and, like, you know, journalism. And she's just been getting so much hate online just for being a woman in the sport from people who probably have never touched a race car. Um, I know. And it's, it's you know, it's getting It's called, crazy how know, much influence, yeah, the media has, and Talking about a big piece of media that's really affected the F1 season, like in the past couple of years, Drive to Survive, yeah. Netflix TV. I'm sure you know about it. We've all seen it. Can you, as a viewer of both the TV series and as a race watcher, give one way they differ in opinions, I guess? Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, we've all seen Drive to Survive. It's such a popular yeah. show on Netflix. Um, I think... Drive to Survive really um, dramatizes a lot of the stuff that goes down behind the scenes. Um, it almost makes, you know, you hear um, commentary after the race. Um, they'll be talking to the drivers about how they think their performance went, how they feel about how they went, whatever. But I think Drive to Survive really just um, takes these interviews and they kind of, um, in my opinion, like manipulate them a bit. Like, we definitely yeah. see a lot more drama. Um, it makes it kind of like a reality TV show, like, takes the racing away from it and then just focusing on the people. Um, but, yeah, I feel... But in saying that, Drive to Survive does highlight, like, the behind-the-scenes and the people really working um, for the bigger picture, like the engineers and giving experiences that we probably might have not seen, um, you know, otherwise. We see... Uh, yeah. We've seen Claire Williams on Drive to Survive, like her taking over her dad's um, business. She, well, I guess, wasn't like an heir or you could say um, to his business. And, you know, she had a lot of pressure on her shoulders, not only uh, being team principal, but then being a woman and being the daughter of such a like amazing person. Um, and we, yeah. I like how they really show uh, what these people go through. But... Definitely a bit of, like, Kardashian drama going on there as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, Drive to Survive highlights race day, which is probably the most important part of the weekend. Yeah. What is your favourite part of race day and why? Um, this is a really good question. I really <laughs> love the, um, the lead-up to race day. I really love, you know, sitting back, watching the practices and qualifying I just love uh, seeing teams maybe not do so well in uh, practice and then winning in the actual race um, redemption yeah yeah redemption I also <laughs> really uh, love seeing when they like show the engineers working on the car like maybe someone crashed uh, during qualifying and they have like few hours till the next day to fix the car up ready to go I yeah. love um, seeing the process. I love seeing the strategists like at the pit looking at their screens and you can see like all the details and them trying to figure out what 
what is the best way we can help the team and it's a team sport like the drivers you know have an ego but at the end of the day they (laughs) wouldn't be anything without their team I think seeing everybody do like the nitty-gritty is what I really like I like the focus to be taken off I guess the celebrity you could say and I yeah that's really important yeah Yeah. definitely and this is sort of a hard question if you could go back to any race and relive it this season what would it be and why yeah (laughs) That is a tough one. But I think I'd have to say Bahrain, the first race of the season. Yeah, the first, yeah. I don't know. I just really liked it. Like, after championship uh, last year, we were all like, oh, yeah, like, Max and Lewis, this is going to be it. Like, next season is going to be the same old story, like, neck-to-neck racing, whatever. Um, But then we got surprised with the double Ferrari win. I think that is so cool. Like, we didn't expect Ferrari to just you know burst into the scene but I also think with the um with the new budget that's put in now it's so much fair and we get real racing we don't get this like oh this team is so rich and they have like the best car because they could you know throw millions and billions at the car (laughs) but now we have real racing and I also love that double win it was just so good and refreshing to see like how people have developed their cars over um the winter break yeah over the break and yeah, yeah, I just thought it was so good. It was such a good like way to start the yeah. year, such an unexpected thing and like really set the tone for the season. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely Bahrain was very important. Um, next the lo- one of the last topics we're gonna talk about are the drivers <laughs> on the twenty twenty two grid. Now this is I think this is probably gonna be the toughest question to answer. <laughs> Which driver on the twenty twenty two grid is your favourite? That is, why Danny why did you do this to me <laughs> um, <laughs> um tough question because I have <laughs> I like drivers don't worry they're not gonna hear this <laughs> <laughs> I like drivers for different reasons you know like I think my favorite driver maybe uh Sergio Perez but just because of like his redemption and how like he is such an underrated person but like m- my goal like greatest of all time probably like Alonso <laughs> and Vettel um Fernando and uh, Sebastian but um I don't know I also really like Lando Norris you know he's coming mm. in he's a fresh face you know he yeah, he doesn't have definitely. the best car but I think if he and even Pierre Gasly you know if he if they had the right car if they had the right team and the right car and like the resources. I that think they could be world champions, but I'd say maybe final answer. We're going to take Perez. Perez, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Just because of his choice. tactics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Final question. How do you think your life would be different if you didn't discover Formula One? Oh, um, this is a, this is a good one. Look at you coming in with all the juicy questions. <laughs> um, I definitely, you know, think that um, I wouldn't have, like, found, a, like, I've always had a passion to um, maybe even do, like, uh, sports broadcasting or something in the future or whatever. Like, I've always yeah. been interested. I'm not interested in a lot of sports, but the sports I am interested, like, rugby, F1, and, like, soccer and stuff, I'm really interested in, like... Um, and I guess like F1 really made me realise I have a passion for that and um, made me realise that that could be possible seeing all the different people and all the uh, d- 
different things that go into it. Like you could be anything in that sport. You could be in any career. Yeah, so many. yeah. Um, I also think all that, the working part. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also think that like. I don't think I would have found some, like, I don't think my relationships would have gotten a lot stronger. Like, definitely a lot of my friends, like, we wouldn't have been able to have another <laughs> conversation topic like we need <laughs> another one. <laughs> but I definitely think that um, I've gotten to know a lot more people, like, better because of the sport. We can talk about it. Um, yeah, but I just think I love seeing people do something that is one in a million, like, not a lot of people can yeah. do that. Not a lot of people can drive like that because of like <laughs> how expensive it is <laughs> and all that. But I yeah. think it's so cool. I don't know. I think yeah, I wouldn't have found a real passion. No, that's really yeah, that's really good. I I I definitely agree. Thank you for joining us today. Really Thank appreciated you. having you on here. Yeah. Um, if you would like to hear more episodes from DRS Activated. You can check them out at our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by Ima and Danielle for St. Mary's College in partnership with RHD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening to DRS Activated. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps more F1 news. Bye for now.